Welcome to Success with Style, everyone. I am Rob Giardinelli. Hi, everyone. I'm Lance Avery Morgan, and we are here with Sam from Mr. Porter. Welcome. We're so happy to have you here. Oh, thank you for having me. Thank you. for you're here. We're here in Austin coming from the Hotel Ella. And what's so exciting is that Sam Kershaw is the most stylish man on the planet. Yes, he is. Because he is with Mr. Porter, the most stylish digital platform on the planet by far. That's very kind of you. Well, <laughs> well that, and, that and the fact that um, you know, the British accent always... It's always a winner. It, it always like makes... It make, instantly makes someone more stylish. That's right. So how, how did you begin your tr career trajectory starting with Mr. Porter. Tell us about what attracted you to that brand originally. Um, well, I mean, I've, I've worked at Mr. Porter pretty much since the beginning, um, seven, seven and a half years. Yeah. So we're, you know, we're coming up for be our 10th birthday in 2021. So, uh, and um, I, I worked previously to that uh, in a very famous department store in London called Harvey Nichols. Oh yeah, um, of course. Oh, yeah. Which uh. we, we, you know, before, uh, Mr. Porter began. We all came from bricks and mortar department right. stores. That was all our background, more yeah. or less. Yeah. That's the all there was back in the day. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah, right. we spoiled that, haven't we? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> That's yes. a great way to look. So at it. I started there. I um, and I was. I uh, by the time I left, I was the designer buyer, uh, and then. Um, I got a call from Toby Bateman, who mm -hmm. is our managing director, yeah. um, about Mr. Porter and what they were trying to do. They they had probably launched about maybe six or eight months ago at that point, maybe, yeah. um, and basically asked me if I'd like to join. Wow! Um, and it wasn't a very hard decision. Oh, so well, that's interesting. Wow. So you that's an early phase startup that you basically joined when Miss, when Mr. Porter had begun because it was only you know it was less than a year old. What made what made it an easy decision? That's a really fascinating thing that you just said i mean i think um the people um okay. because um you know toby had toby i knew through uh my my then boss at the time um, a guy called richard johnson mm -hmm. um who was the head of um uh, buying menswear yeah. harvey nichols they were close um and i'd met him a couple of times socially and got chatting uh, and he had a you know fantastic reputation uh, and actually um uh, my uh, the the person who uh, occupied my role at Harvey Nichols uh, prior to me was a guy called Terry Betts, um, who was also um, a buyer who had just gone to become the um, the senior buyer at Mr. Porter before. So we, and, and that the whole group of people is very close. So yeah. I mean, um, I'd say fifty percent of it was the people mm -hmm. um, who you know I knew and were very well respected. Uh, and then 50% of it was, of course, the business, right. know, which, um, you know, is this blend of, um, you know, this equal blend of um, commerce and content. Um, right. And, and of course, that was very, very new at the time. Very new. Yeah. It, all, um, I, I, it was done in catalogs, right, with Jay Peterman, but not to the extent right. that you all do it, I don't think. I, you guys have are such a hip or cool or edge to it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, it. Um, you know, it's... Uh, it, it, you know, it's still very unique. I think. Um, I mean, there's lots of people do it now in different ways, but I mean, at that time, no one and no one was doing it in menswear. I mean, right. It was right. Yeah. And of course, the backdrop to all of that was that, um, of course, we are the baby brother of Netaporte. Right. Um, right. Right. Which course. had a huge fan following. To yes, begin exactly. With, right? And of course, it had been so that that um, that whole vision had been so successful. Yes. Um, that of course it was it was a very easy decision. Yeah. Good. Wow. But all of this had to start somewhere. So one of our favorite questions to ask our celebrity guests like you would be, how did you earn your first dollar? Where did it all start? 
Um, well, I mean, it's funny that you mentioned catalog because um, this is uh, lots of people will be laughing when I tell this story. Um, but actually, my first job in I use fashion in inverted commas. Um, I worked for, uh, if not the original, I think it is the original um, catalog company in in Britain, oh. um, which is a very iconic thing. It's from Liverpool, which is where I live, oh, okay. where okay. the Beatles are from. Yeah, of course. Uh, We've heard of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The guys that say right. yeah. anyone who doesn't know, just <laughs> Google. It, it'll okay be it'll be really quick, and I guarantee you, the insect will not be the first thing that appears. <laughs> right. Right. Um, yes, and I, um, you know, I, knew, I, th- I always wanted a career. Um, I was always interested in fashion, uh, and I just I, I lived there um, uh, with my girlfriend and our wife mm-hmm. um, at the time. That worked out okay too. It did. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, and I got a job in this company. Which is which was a very traditional, you know, actual physical yeah. catalog company. Right. Uh, and at that time, actually, I mean, it was it was facing huge challenges, of course. Sure. It was the sort of the beginning right. of uh, online. Um, and I think you know, I I've never shied away from telling people that, even mm-hmm. though it's not you know, mm-hmm. it's not the most um, uh, you know, it's not necessarily the most hip place to start. Um, hip is where you make it you know but actually you know my experience uh it was a very grounding experience and actually all of the skills in that buying a merchandising office there are totally transferable to luxury um and i you know i learned a lot of lessons there and perhaps in a rather closed environment so then when i joined harvey nichols um uh maybe uh, a year later or something like that and I moved to London mm-hmm. um I think I'd I think I'd already you know made not made all of my mistakes shall we say right. there were many more right. to come yeah um but some of the more sort of um you know some of the most formative experiences I'd, I'd already sort of got out of the way so right. I, I, and it was sort of a um you know a palate cleanser for yeah. for what came oh, that's great. next yeah. How important is it to you to make mistakes and to learn from them? Do you think that's an important part of someone's career? Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think, um, you know, I uh, if you uh, uh, being a buyer is all about risk. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah. So you know, and, and actually, you have to, you have you have to think big. Yeah. Uh, and you have to take bold bold decisions. Right. Um, and you and I think also you you know it is a it is a you know, you do have to be confident. Yeah. Um, not, not, not arrogant, but right. Um, you know, you need you need to do things with conviction, yeah. and and thing and things need to be done properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, for me, that's one of the most important parts of, of being a buyer. So, back to confidence and risk. Um, one of the interesting things is, um, Mr. Porter is so popular here in the states but you're a British-based company. How do you, as a buyer, how do you find styles and find things that, you know, that are going to appeal on a broader scale? Or do you really try to go more, you know, this is more British and this is more American and this is more international? Um, Well, I mean, we don't tend to try and buy, you know, we don't... um, we want to have a consistent message, globally. okay? Yeah. Uh, and I've, and you know the, the Mr. Porter edit to to the uh, the Mr. Porter edit is consistent globally. You know, it's yeah. it's one vision and one and, and of course we you know we uh, of course we've grown over the last um, eight years. You know, we've we started from a position where um, 
you know, we I think we had seventy brands maybe to give. To okay. Give, wow. Now have something like five hundred and fifty. Yeah. So, wow. What um, a growth tra- trajectory. That's a know, lot. As as we've as we've grown and expanded, you know, we uh, we're talking to a number of different consumers, not not just one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And, and and sorry to answer your question more directly. Um, you know, we do, we don't buy with specific uh, geographic, like you know, consumers in mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 having said that, you know, we try and buy in a way that um, you know is accessible to to you know mm-hmm. to everyone. Sure. Um, and it's interesting actually because I think I don't know from an outside from an outsider looking in, you know, I, I think I think at the beginning, you know, we were probably perceived as being very British and very you know very proper. We, you know, Which is not a problem for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's a. More of an endorsement in my we world. We stood for things like, yes. you know, uh, lock and co hats. Yes, and, yes. Right. You know, and quality shoes. to curate. Well, I mean, that's the, you know, quali- quality, quality is the key word. Yeah. Because really, you know, everything we do, um, everything is led by the product. Uh, and, you know, and what we're trying to do is put fantastic product in front of people yeah. and put it in front of an audience who wouldn't otherwise normally see it. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's our whole sort of reason to be. Right. So can you define, not to put you on the spot here, but can you define the, the Mr. Porter guy, the Mr. Porter man, who I, I know is lots of different folks, and as is the woman who shops for him online as well, but who is, who's like your dream prototype guy? I think it's any, honestly, I think it's any guy that, um, you know, that is stylish or, mm-hmm. um, you know, who wants to dress well. But it's probably you know you know much like all of us is quite time poor. Yeah. Um. So you know doesn't want to spend their Saturday afternoon you know trawling a department. Milling store. about. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Wants you know wants style advice, um. But probably not to be preached at. You mm-hmm. know, not in a sort mm-hmm. of a. Uh, in- instructional in the right way, if that makes sense. So gotcha. um, uh, you know th- this th- all, all, I think all Mr. Co- Mr. Porter consumers um want um uh you know want to want to feel confident Conf- confidence is a huge part of it yes you know they, you know we're you know much as um uh, sid mashburn who of course we're partnering with uh, while we're in texas right. would say you know really all he is selling is confidence mm-hmm. um and it's very much the same that is i mean that is a huge part of menswear yeah um and, and I, yes and really we're just taking this thing out of it because you know we're, and, I, and of course we give or hopefully, you know, people feel that, you know, we give access to advice and more importantly, product mm-hmm. and, you know, from brands from around the world that otherwise they would not be able to source right. themselves locally. I mean, I just came from LA, actually. It's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, it's a different style there these days. Yeah. It's a very different it's style. It's so much more casual than it used to be, as yeah, you probably saw, and, right? Um, yeah, and of course, we were talking, obviously, before we switched on, I, you know, I'm, I'm very much sort of a chameleon uh-huh. in terms of, depending, on the, depending on the place, yeah. depending on right. the mood and the moment. Right. I, I, will, I, I will lurch from being very, very casual to, yeah. Know, very very formal like yeah black and white um but you know one of the things that uh struck me this time was uh, you know i stayed in santa monica to mm-hmm. begin with and then i stayed in west hollywood right and of course it's so big yes and mm-hmm. everything is a destination store right. wise and there are right. some f- there are some amazing stores there yes um but you know i am uh, you know if i put myself in a guy's shoes out there you know driving around for hours mm-hmm. you know i, I you know I can see the obvious appeal of yes. right being more right. and being more honest, casual, right. yeah. Sitting in an air conditioned, well, uh, absolutely. And Los Angeles has always had really famed destination stores. So Maxfield, Fred Siegel. I mean, you know, anything along Wilshire, the old Magnans, I Magnans. I mean, you know, the Neiman Marks, the Saks Fifth Avenue's, all these, and more curated, more J. Ivy, Mark J- Jacobs. 
I mean, there's something for everyone there. Yeah. But tell us your opinion of the overall style of what you saw in L.A. Were you surprised? It, it, when was the last time you were there? Did it change? Um, I think I, I would definitely agree it's more casual. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, uh, it's... Uh, I mean, it, it, again, it varies. I mean, it's much more sort of bohemian, I'd say. Yeah, than, that's a good than, word for than, it. It really than, is, yeah. Um, than, say, New York. Uh-huh. Um, but Less black than New York. Yes, and less, um, yeah, just a, a bit more sort of, um, it's, I'm, I'm sure everyone who's dressing there is, it, to them, it is still quite considered in terms of what they're wearing, but right. it all feels very effortless. Yes, um, yes, but think, inexpensive effortless from yes. what I recall living there and <laughs> just being That's a, there. That's another good way you know, of putting it, like mister. These, these incredibly talented box office stars are wearing tank tops, but they're $600 Prada tank tops. Mm. So there is a thoughtfulness that goes in. Certainly the world of stylists. I'm sure, I'm sure. Is, is so prominent now because the stars don't have time no. anymore. Certainly. And they are not, you know, really forming their own. And their taste. stylists don't have the time either. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, so it's interesting. So, um, you know, b- back to Mr. Porter, what's a piece of advice that you would give to somebody who's never shopped online before? If a guy's going to Mr. Porter for the first time, what would you tell them? Um, encourage them to give it a shot <laughs> um i by buying like dozens right yeah by I've, dozens of things at one time exactly yeah more than dozens more right. than dozens i i um i guess i would say that it's you know it's like anything um you know there's i think there is still in some quarters a real apprehension to to shopping online mm-hmm. for luxury yeah um and of course i think you know we, we're sort of you know, we've been challenging that idea mm-hmm. for, right. for almost a decade now. Right. Um, you know, and of course, um, you know, before we started, and certainly before Net Porte started, you know, the idea of retailing luxury online was was yeah. quite alien. You right. Know, um, you know, businesses like Amazon, for example, mm-hmm. existed, mm-hmm. Um, but no one no one was really retailing right. luxury product at that level, um, and, and and many people didn't think it could be done. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, hope, you know, hopefully the evidence they can. And I, and I think. To answer your question, um, you know, it's like anything. Once it's once you've tried it and it's successful, um, you know, you, you kind of never look back. Right. And, and, and I think because you know we're we would we would say or I would say our unique point in the market is that we you know we are about you know style content, but probably the most important of all of it is service. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just the sheer convenience of it. You, right. you, know, you can, you, ev- more or less everything, or there is, there sh- I would always hope there is something mm-hmm. for somebody yeah. there. Um, and this, you know, the service and the ease, if you don't like it, you know, try it. Right, right. absolutely, <laughs> uh, return it. Yeah. Now, do you all, have you ever considered sort of the style box model of, of continuity delivery with stylish things that go to your consumer every month or every quarter or whatever is that something that you all would look into because it's become so popular um it's not something we do now yeah um i can't remember if we have discussed it specifically or I maybe mean, it's just accessories or something instead of yeah um uh, i mean never say never to anything i mean yeah. we um you know we've never had a physical store but we you right. know, that's that that is the usual question that yeah. comes up is at one point will we open will you ever have a store yeah I, I mean for now no yeah um but i mean yeah, at some point in the future just knows. curious yeah. yeah that's fascinating so so we talked about the mr porter well guy yeah and i was just well. going to ask like for you for personally who yeah. are some of your favorite men's and women's you know women's designers e- either past or present oh right okay well what question yeah <laughs> i mean i um 
I always think of uh, I, I, I'm so rigid in the way that I think it's terrible really that's okay I, I, I always think <laughs> you're in the right so, room for that I always think of like specific favorite shows okay oh shows, okay I love that so I mean all three sun noting shows basically yes but, okay um, good so I, I think for, I think it was Fall Winter 10 uh-huh. is probably my favorite Fall Winter show okay um I really liked um, Heider Ackerman's tenure yeah. of mm-hmm. Baluti. Yep. Um, okay. That was that was one of my favorites. I, lo- I you know, older. I, I, I loved Alexander McQueen when he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. His heyday. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and and, I, and actually, um, one of my favorite designers was uh, Carlo Brandelli when he was doing uh, right. Kilgore. Yes. Um, okay. Which is a very different, you know, very yep. di- different from Catwalk. Yes. Um, but was you know extremely conceptual, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, brutally uh, modernist and clean, right? Uh, which is, as you can see, yeah, it's quite, it's very much yeah. that kind of. You're vibe. top hat and tails today, saying <laughs> <laughs> that we appreciate that. As far as our listeners know, no, you're a very, very cool, all dark palette, which is great, all navy. Well, you were talking earlier before we came on about you know about shoes in particular. Um, how? What would you? What advice would you give to somebody? Because shoes are something that guys in particular may tend to overlook. They kind of look from the either the waist up, or sometimes women from don't the, overlook it in men. Women yeah. don't overlook it in men, but men sometimes at. overlook it in right. men. Yeah. Yeah. So, what advice would you give to somebody? You know, because I, you know, I, I know your site has quite a few, you know, quite a few shoe brands. What, what's a piece of advice you would give them other than don't forget, <laughs> don't forget to buy them? Um. Yeah. I mean. Um, there are, there, are no, there are no sort of rules, really. I mean, I, I agonize over shoes all the time. As really? We oh, we my God. Discussing. Big reveal from Sam. Yeah. We had no idea. Um, you know, I, I'm, again, because I'm very, you know, I, I find that I just become very specific. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's an, it's, an, it's an incredibly important. And I think the, um, you know, everything in general is getting quite, ca- is getting more casual. I think mm-hmm. even um, particularly uh, footwear. Yeah. Um, but actually, you know, um, there is so much development, even in the most traditional brands, um, mm-hmm. like one of them, um, like George Cleverly would mm-hmm. be a great example right. of that. You know, they come from uh, you know a very you know much like Edward Green or John Love. You know, they come from mm-hmm. you know uh, years and years and years. Much more bespoke, uh, yeah, tradition and craftsmanship. Yes. But actually, right. you know, George in particular, um, you know, they're they're constantly modernizing that brand yeah. uh, and it, and they're making it much broader and mm-hmm. and, and actually. Um, uh, you know, to your point, actually, a brand like that it would be a good a good place right. to have a, a first look mm-hmm. for. Okay, um, that's great for advice. because it's because it's it's very easy to see and very right. easy how you would put outfits together with that product. Right. Well, it seems to me in watching the the collections over the years, the shoes become much more of a statement piece. Right. Yes. So a well made shoe was a great accessory. Now it can be the focus of an outfit a lot of times for a lot of designers. Yeah, particularly sneakers. I think. Particularly yeah. sneakers. <laughs> And they're not giving those away. I mean, a thousand dollar sneaker is not unusual, yeah. right? Which yeah. is fascinating to me that that it's given that level of importance. Yeah, which yeah. is fascinating. And it moves quickly. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. Right. Um, You know, it's there's uh, it's become you know that whole um, hype sneaker trend has become yeah. You know, what is now almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, you know, right. Each time they're released, you know, they sold. They yeah, s- they've sold out before they right uh, away. Yeah, well, yeah. And, and with shoes, I, you know, it's a little different than traditional clothing in that it's harder to kind of maintain them on a real long term. You can buy a blazer and have it for twenty years. With men in particular, having shoes for that long is not something historically that they've done. 
Yeah, and actually, if you're buying, um, you know, if you're buying at a certain level, there's no reason why that can't happen. I mean, right, right. especially if you use a shoehorn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mo- most most of the shoes I have, I mean, some of them are like. 12, yeah. 13 years yeah. old. So. Yeah, and they still work. Yeah. They right. do. Just, so comfortable. But you got you got to care for them. And I think men don't necessarily do that on the whole a lot of the time. Shoe no, trees probably, and shoehorns. I mean, yeah. It's so simple. It is. Yeah. I mean, I learned it from my grandfather, thankfully. Horns. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is great. So if you had, because you are such in such a stylish world, what is your go-to accessory or go-to statement item that you always go back to? Um... I mean, well, the watch, a watch would be the most obvious thing. Okay. I, mean, I always, wear, always wear a watch. Yeah, that's um, a great watch you're wearing. Thank you very much. Um, I'm a watch guy, so I noticed that as well. Like, you notice mine. You're yes, very kind yeah, 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 yeah. Instantly, as soon as I walked in the room. <laughs> uh, Uh-oh, note to self. So, too, I mean, too flashy. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. It's beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think because... Um, I think a, wa- a watch says so much about an individual, and and much like, um, you know, a different end of the spectrum. It's like it's like picking a tie. Uh-huh. It's so yeah. it's so, it's personal. so personal. Yes, right. um, and it and it tells you, um, or at least it think you think you know a lot of per- mm-hmm. a lot about a person by, right. by looking at that watch. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and, I, and a know, tie. Yeah, and I, and I hope people would look. You know, I partly bought this watch because I thought, oh my god, you know, people are going to look at that watch and think, oh, this man is very sophisticated uh-huh. so, do people come up to you and say wow you must be very sophisticated because you're watching no <laughs> I think it's because they're looking at the rest of me gotcha. of course the rest of your stylish essence yeah, um, yeah so uh, yeah but I but I, I mean that that, that watches for me is sort of like the number one great um, okay but then yeah it's a great accessory. It is well, what are what are some of the trends you're seeing as a buyer um, in men's fashion right now that you're loving? Um, I'm really loving a return to tailoring. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think mm-hmm. for for the longest time, um, uh, that you know, there's been this huge expansion into streetwear. Um, yes. yes, which has been good because it's very commercial for yeah. you know for business and very easy to wear, and right. very easy for guys to understand. But actually, um, I think also at a certain level, it's very easy to replicate. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas you know, true craft and sorry, I'm being I'm being disparaging. To no, 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 no. I, I mean, but, but I mean, in terms of um, you know, uh, real tailoring, yeah, that's obviously much harder to replicate. And actually, um, you know. Sid would, Sid would be a great example mm-hmm. of that. You know, I've, I remember first going to his store in Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, I think January, February, maybe this year. Um, and one of my uh, <laughs> one of my colleagues described Sid's store as the inside of their heart. They thought it was such wow. a uh, such what a great compliment, thoughtful, yeah, such an incredible retail it. experience. And mainly that's driven by the by the tailoring part of mm-hmm. it. Um, which um, is so considered, you know, they still have a tailor in the shop, which, right. um, you know, although again has been, uh, for want of a better expression, mimicked elsewhere, you know, no one yeah. does it like the theater of that store. Sure. Um, and actually uh, the reason that's important is that you get, you, you know, it's not just, um, they're not just paying lip service to the, you know, the, the real craft and construction right. of the suit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all it's all there for you to see and easy for you right. to digest if you don't necessarily come from that world. Right. Um, which I think is probably the most important thing. And and that and actually, 
you know, even in more advanced contemporary brands, there is this real shift back to tailoring and also quality. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the biggest trend, I think. And I, I, and I think everyone is obviously more conscious. The other big thing, which I noticed um, actually coming from LA is even more of a thing there, mm-hmm. is this idea of, uh, you know, sustainability, which means lots of different things to sure. different people. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 but I think what I, you know, however you look at what that is you know whether it's you know uh, reusing old styles or reinventing right, right. old product or yeah. recycling cotton mm-hmm. or all that kind of stuff um which is all very worthy mm-hmm. very noble um there is there is you know there, there is a real appetite for that in la that was very obvious to me yeah um, uh, you know as it, as it as it is and as yeah. it should be and i think there sure. are lots of great brands um that there was a brand i was wearing this morning to breakfast when sid caught me not wearing a suit Uh-oh. oh um, <laughs> how many clothing changes do you have a day uh no 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 no, 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 no. his breakfast attire yeah his interview attire his business attire his lunch attire it. dinner lunch attire, if right. it makes you feel better it's the same clothes i got off the flight about four hours god ago, oh. so. <laughs> Um, which is a brand called um, Story MFG, which uh-huh. is all um, a, a, a husband-wife duo, and it's all um, handmade in India. Oh wow, um, fantastic! But, I mean, uh, does it have Indian coloration or fabrication? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, wow! Yeah. Um, I should show you some stuff. I'd love to see that. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful, um, and uh, it's available at mrporter.com. Of course, it is. Um, <laughs> but there are, there are, you know, we carry uh, lots of lots of different brands like that. All, of the, but that that that's one I particularly love and particularly like the idea about, and I, and I immediately. Sort of thought that, that you know that brand would resonate very well. Oh, great! Uh, LA. Well, congratulations on choosing that. That's very <laughs> exciting. You know, time will tell. So it seems like the younger men, especially, are really attracted to tailoring and yeah. dressing up more. And I don't know if it's just sort of a the pendulum swing back, but I, I mean, I everywhere we go so. all around the world. These younger guys are turning out, and it's it's just beautiful. I mean, it really is. It, it is funny, though, to go into, like, you know, because we go to a lot of galas and balls. It's funny to go and see 30-year-olds dressing better than 50-year-olds, and yeah. that happens yeah. a little bit more than it should. And they're seeing that the investment is worth it. Yes. I think that's really yeah. important think, as well. Think, well, I think also it's, um, you know, it's about uh, this idea of um, – quality mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. And, and investing yeah. investing yeah. in something that will last and I think it's every facet of their lives it's not just clothing I think they really want the best of the best so it's it's fewer disposable non-sustainable clothing yeah. scenarios and we won't name brands but we know who that is and things that last I mean I love that. I mean I have things yeah. from the 90s that I bought in LA that I wouldn't part with That's <laughs> mean, I wear them all the time but they were statement pieces and you know they would work if I wanted them to so, yeah you know long term yeah Sort of investment is, is what I'm all about as well. I'm a, I'm a Mr. Porter guy. Yes, what you can are. I say? <laughs> we both are. Yeah. So, um, you know, we're, we're running a little short on time, but one question I wanted to ask you is for someone who's aspiring to enter the fashion industry, what is a piece of advice that you would give them? Um, I would, I would, I would wholeheartedly encourage them to go for it. I mean, it's not a, it's not a, um, it can be, you know, it's, it's it's hard work yeah yeah um you know and and uh if it's hard work to do things properly um you know and, and if you're going to um you know if you're going to do it and work at the you know at the, work with the best and work at the at the best level mm-hmm. um you know it takes a lot but it's it's a hugely hugely rewarding experience and i mean i'm i'm you know i'm very grateful and privileged to to do it and to you know to have been 
lucky enough to work with some of the people that I regard as the best. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Well, and you're inspiring others with your talents. <laughs> exactly. Porter, what they're, your vision, what they're ordering, and what hits the streets, which is really cool. It must be really cool to see that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. It's very, it's very, it is very rewarding to see what Mr. Porter has become, yes, you know, right. over the last, you know, and, and, I, and I am a very small part of that, you know. It's, um, well, we're giving you full credit. Hope you <laughs> well, how, how do you think the brand has evolved in, in the largest way over the last decade? Um, I think it has gone from being something that was perceived as being, uh, you know, always always fantastic content and, and fantastic product. Mm -hmm. But to your point about sort of the Britishness earlier, um, I think we were, you know, we were uh, known for very specialist product, and we didn't, you know, at the beginning of course we didn't carry all of the, you know, all of the world's biggest, most recognizable right. brands. Yeah. If you know, we were, um, and of course that came later with time mm -hmm. and sort of has accelerated our growth and also our mm -hmm. expansion of the sort of markets. Mm -hmm. But. Um, uh, yeah, I, th I think, um, I don't know, I, I think we're, uh, I've lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're on a roll there about the about how Mr. Porter's evolved and certainly the growth. I mean, how could it not evolve with this incredible growth that you've had and the more brands you've added? Yeah, I mean, I think we've, we've uh, yeah, we've, I mean, certainly uh, we, we offer things or hopefully we put things in front of people that wouldn't ordinarily see them. You know, we export a lot of uh, fantastic contemporary brands from mm -hmm. Japan, for example. Right. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, uh, you know, we work with beautiful luxury brands from Italy and, and, and America, actually. I mean, yeah, um, absolutely. So from, from all around the world. So it, it's, you know, it's, it's a real, it's a real sort of curated global well, while we're talking on about clothes, I have one fun question for you. They're all fun. Questions. Nah. Yeah, the super fun question. What was the last costume you wore? Costume. Yeah. Costume. Um, you have to be more specific. Like, what do you mean? like a Halloween party? Ah, costume right. Party, I said, oh, you masquerade mean, ball. You ah, um, Oh, gosh, I don't know. Okay. Um, all right. That's put you on the spot. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know actually. I mean, okay. I, uh, I've got something coming up actually. I think oh, yeah. I, need to, I need to think of what to wear. Can uh, you tell us? So, uh, an actual masquerade party? Uh, no, I know. I, I can't think of anything that would be re uh, relatable. Really, most okay. of the, most of my party experiences tend to be uh, quite casual, unfortunately. So gotcha. that's a very disappointing okay. answer to your no, question. No, that's okay. That's okay. So we have another fun one for you. Uh -huh. All right. So you're having your dream dinner party. Who are five people you'd want to be there? Who have influenced your style or? Who, who period or history or anything yeah. do they have to be living or dead living or dead, uh, living yeah. or dead. okay all right that's easier um i uh, i don't know i mean i think uh, besides your wife of course i'm sure she's lovely well she'd she's be, first on the list she'd be at your right side <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah she'd definitely be there um i don't well actually since you mentioned my wife um i uh i, I think i i uh when you when you uh, when i skimmed these questions earlier i mean the People from history. I mean, my uh, my late uh, father-in-law, who uh, my wife's father, who's uh, sadly not with us, he was, um, you know, he he was somebody that I sort of think typifies, um, you know, what true what true style is actually. Right. Because oh, although you know he, <laughs> I mean, he was. I'm laughing only because he would be horrified to be described as. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like a, a fashionista, if you know, he, yeah. was, he was nothing like that. But he had a manner and a uh, the way he was with people. Um, 
was something that I I respected and, and actually mimicked a lot of them. I mean, a lot of what I a lot mm. of my a lot of my career is basically mimicking. What a compliment! Mimicking yeah, people. no kidding. But I, but I but I think you know a lot of the things actually I still steal stuff that he has like um, which that's terrible, doesn't it? Stealing from <laughs> Maybe it. borrow long term. Right? Um, but you know he uh, I borrowed a bag of his recently and oh, I borrowed yeah. lots of different things over time. Right. And actually you know one of the things I realized about him uh, is that you know. Uh, he he really um, he really appreciated quality, yes. uh, and I still you know when I go back to my uh, wife's house in uh, Yorkshire, I still borrow things that of course they oh. you know coats and jackets. Oh wow, okay. like wonderful! What and a treasure actually, trove! Yeah, yeah, and and, and um, you know all of the stuff that uh, is still there, you know, is, was made to last. Yeah, um, and I think uh, yeah, I doubt him hundred percent. Now, would you look at those things and go, okay, you know what? I can totally translate this style to a Mr. Porter object. Do you ever think, oh, this, uh, this yeah, peak coat is perfect. What yeah, if it was definitely, definitely. red instead of blue? Or you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, do you kind of have that? Do you look at things that way? Of yeah, how you yeah, definitely. Translate think, that. That's think, really cool. I think so. I well, think he sounds like a perfect yeah. dinner partner. Yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. your wife, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, outside of that, I don't know. I'd probably think of like old rock and roll stars or pop stars. Oh, but I, feel, I feel, I feel oh, like that's, that's, very, of, that's feel my like lane too. Yeah. I, I kind of have that's my few, cool. but they would be in that okay, lane. Top rock star, pop star. Ah, uh, Prince. Okay, wow. Yeah, I was not expecting that. No, uh, yeah. no, it's a bit flamboyant, isn't it? Give a me little life. bit. Yeah. No, I, yeah, yeah, I was just going to think because like my favorite genre actually is British New Wave. So I was expecting you to say like a David Bowie or a Freddie Mercury, or I was just expecting something yeah, from no, your really, side of the pod, really not complicated our side of the pod. Like that, <laughs> it just shows how global he is. It is. Don't keep him in the British Isles as far as I can right? So, well, thank you so much for being here. We know you have a busy uh, trip ahead of you, and we're excited that you're here, and we're thrilled oh, no, thank to, you. Thank to, you very much to sit for down time. with you here. Yeah. Well, everyone, I'm Lance Avery Morgan. And I'm Rob Giardinelli, signing off on Success with Style, reminding you that great style starts by having a unique point of view. Have a great day, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.